Hello everyone and welcome to the Property Investment Blueprint Podcast. Imagine being able to earn passive income, build generational wealth, whilst gaining total freedom from your business or job. That is what Property Investment Blueprint Podcast is all about. I am your host, Rahim Ba. In less than five years, I was able to start my property investment journey from zero to building a multi-million pound property investment portfolio that generates passive income that allows my wife and I to quit our jobs. And now I want to show you how to do the same. I will share with you how to create wealth without creating a job. You will learn the exact same investment strategies I use to multiply my net worth to over seven figures all before the age of 30. If you want to learn all about low risk property investing, achieve financial freedom and live the life you truly desire, this podcast is going to show you exactly how to do it. Again, 
there, there are two differences between storing money and saving money, right? Saving money is when you save money for raining days or you save money to make a bit of interest on the amount you put down with the bank. I just told you about that. Inflation is just going to erode it and then obviously becomes a, a negative gain. And, and, and versus storing money, storing money, what that means basically is store the money, right, to be able to use that money to invest, okay? So you're not saving it for three, four years, you're not putting it in a fixed savings account that doesn't allow you to touch it. You're just gonna put that there until you hit the targeted amount and then you pull that amount and then, and then invest it. That's what I call storing money. I don't save, I store money. When I store the money, I get, a, I get an opportunity, I invest that money then instead of saving because obviously interest is not gonna do me any good. So that's one of the reasons then you have to literally stop saving. If you're saving, if you're a saver, if you're not storing the money, think about putting the money elsewhere. And again, that's the reason why I would ask you not to save your money, okay? The second reason why you should stop saving money is cash doesn't hold, va hold value, as I just said to you. It doesn't hold value. If you put that money in the bank, whether it's 50,000, 30,000, maybe 5,000 pounds, right? What you would buy that 5,000 pounds today will not equate to what you would buy it maybe a week or, or say a month later because as you know inflation is increasing every single day there is lots of demand less supply and then obviously the monies are not really 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 adding value the money is depreciating in value every single day you may have popped into your shop recently um and noticed even the milk you buy has gone up like the other day i went to, i went i went to supermarket looking for a, a loaf of bread i used to buy 99 pence i think it was i went to suit supermarket it was about one pound twenty right so obviously that one pound I had a couple of weeks ago will not buy me the same thing I want today so again cash doesn't hold value right it just sat there depreciating value every single day so if you keep that money down if you save that money into the account you effectively losing money out and the third reason why you why you should stop saving is is opportunity cost okay Opportunity cost is one of the massive advantages or disadvantages you can get if you save your money. Suppose you save your money, let's say best case scenario, okay? You are making about 2% two, two, two interest in that money, right? If you save that money on a fixed time basis that doesn't allow you to pull that money out, what that means basically if there's an opportunity to actually invest in a higher return, you won't be able to invest it because obviously you've stored that you've, you've saved that money elsewhere i'll give an example suppose you saw a nice property you've approached this landlord and this landlord is desperately looking to rent their property and they, because they could not manage it or because they're busy and it costs you about a bit of money to actually invest in that property okay and if you invest in that property do it up that same property would be able to generate you about maybe let's say 25 percent return on your investment Right? So if you were to save that money and you're not able to pull that money out for only 2%, two, two, two percent, right? versus an opportunity to, to invest that would have given you 25%, you're making about 23% net loss. That's your opportunity cost, basically. The opportunity you would have got to make that money versus the opportunity you would have got to save that money. So again, you've lost 22% of your investment. So again, saving money leads you to that because what happens basically once you start saving, you got a thousand pounds today. Next month, you got a thousand five hundred pounds. You think your money is growing? Yes, it's growing by numbers, 
but it's not really growing in real time because the same money will not buy you what you would like to buy. Again, that's the reason why I don't like savings, okay? I don't save money. I store it for, for massive opportunities that would allow me to invest for a better return on investment. So, and again, that rental service, rent-to-rent um, example I've given you could be another opportunity. I give another opportunity cost example. Suppose you saw, you went to a property event, you saw a business partner who, who's got massive deals in his portfolio and he wants to join venture with you again. If you haven't got that, if you, if, you, if you want to invest with them and for say 25% return on, the, on your investment, you will not be able to actually gain that because again, you've got that savings um, actually put somewhere that you're not allowed to touch. Again, that's another disadvantage for you. Right? The fourth reason why you should stop savings is because of liquidity liquidity risk, right? The banks have a restrictions, right? Suppose now we don't know what's gonna happen, whether we're gonna have a recession today, tomorrow, next month, next year. All I do all, all I think it is, it is it is imminent right now. Suppose everybody rushing the banks want to put their money out, the bank can restrict you from taking that money out. They can say, okay, you can only take five thousand out, you can only take two thousand out similar to what happened in Greece few months ago where um, the government stopped their citizens to actually pull out some certain money from their account. So again, for those people who, who are saving, who are so saving on a, on a, on a variable um, uh, kind of rate savings, they, they're thinking if they save that way, they're able to pull the money at any time, they're able to do whatever they want to do with that money. Again, that is not a way to actually start thinking about, about, about investing. If you want to invest, you can store that money and then actually um, invest in the later on. So these are the four reasons you should, you should stop savings. However, now I'm going to explain to you how you could store money or how you could use your money effectively to get better return on your investment and also stay liquid because what, what people are worried about if you invest in properties you may not be able to get that money as quickly as possible and because you've tied your money in etc etc I'm gonna show you a simpler way a more effective way for you to be able to invest and at the same time basically get yourself a massive return on investment and also be liquid at the same time as we all know normal people like to save and obviously they also invest in um, stock and shares they, they literally gamble their money away hoping that they would make a better return on their investment instead of thinking about what is the best way to actually invest so, so they gamble their money away um, and hope that um, uh, they may be able to get a better return or they get convinced to actually um, put their money in an ISA hoping that again interest will creep up and make money that way but it asks them to actually invest in their pension to me pension is one of the biggest scam ever you could you could ever think about it's a massive scam you would put into your pension so much money only for you to be retired and be told you're earning about 300 400 pounds a week that is that literally is a massive scam you can make your money work a lot lot more better than actually investing it in these areas in, in savings stock and shares and uh, also um, ISAs or pension because basically the future is not in your own hands in someone else's hands hence the reason why I'm gonna share with you now today right now what are the benefits you can get from actually investing in a different way and stay liquid at the same time the reason why I wanted to share this with you is because for you to understand exactly what what the benefits are I'm going to share with you two options that will take you from gambling your money away 
to quite the opposite okay that's exactly what I'm gonna share with you today again one way of using your money effectively and stay liquid at the same time is taking life insurance okay I'm not talking about life insurance for when you die or for when you're ill or, or for when something drastic happened with you I'm not talking about that I'm talking about cash value insurance cash value insurance is a very very effectively that would allow you to be a, to be liquid at the same time be able to get return on your investment so what is cash value dividend paying insurance cash value dividend paying insurance allow you allows you to store your money whilst getting paid guaranteed income return on investment from the money you've put down you get dividend and available for you to withdraw or borrow against in any emergency so basically you will put in money right at the same time you get guaranteed return on your investment you get dividend as well as the money is there for you to use as collateral or to withdraw reinvest either into the life insurance or you can pull that money out and then obviously invest in whatever adventure you want to invest in and the benefit also of life insurance um, uh, investment basically I call it the cash value dividend paying insurance the benefit you get from that it could earn you anywhere from 3% upwards okay you're investing your life insurance and you're getting anything over 3% on your return on your investment as well you've also have your dividend payment as well um, if the company does really really well they've got less claims again you get that dividend paid to you and another benefit also this is a massive benefit I can't emphasize enough how important this is is tax-free if you were to get a return on your investment if you get paid any of the income from that sort of income is tax-free you don't have to pay any tax to the tax man and you can use that money and obviously invest it elsewhere and again as I said earlier on you could easily borrow that money to invest in any investment you want but I would advise you not to do the crazy of investment by buying cars going on holiday you want to invest that money that will bring you a lot more return on your investment okay and also you are able to actually stay liquid at the same time okay stay liquid at the same time which would allow you to obviously pull any money you want for in case you need it for emergency the second reason or the second way you could use your money effectively is obviously as you all know is to invest in properties okay the reason why I'd, li I'd like to talk about properties or talk about investing in properties is literally it gives you better return on investment, right? In properties, you can make over 25% return on your investment in real time, okay? And 95% of the rich people does this, okay? What they do, they create businesses, they invest in real estate. So again, that is the formula successful people do, right? Because it gets you a better return on investment. And then obviously, as we all know, it, it literally creep up in value over time. What is investment properties? An investment property is defined as a real estate property purchase to generate a return. The return could be through rental income, capital appreciation or from a future sale of the property or combination of renting it and then obviously getting the capital appreciation again these are the sort of investment you could make without getting involved every single day 
right? You don't have to be doing the things every day. You don't have to be working to earn that money, basically. You could buy a property today, do the work, and then obviously give it to an agent to manage, and then you get your return on investment every single month. And at the same time, the property price goes up effectively. So again, these are the benefits you could get, but the massive benefit in investing in properties, I'm gonna share with you now, so you can understand exactly why I've been banging on investing in property. The number one benefit is positive cash flow, right? If you buy the right property, right location, right size, you've done it really, really nice, you get what we call positive cash flow. I call it reoccurring income. I call it passive income because once you start making that money, you make that money every single month. You don't have to actively work to earn that money. This is what you make your money work for you while you sleep, okay? The second advantage in investing in real estate, basically, again, you got the tax benefit. If you buy a property under a company name, you can almost likely to claim whatever expenses you want against that property because obviously it becomes a business. You can, you, you can claim your travel cost you, you you can claim all the expenses through that property instead of physically pulling the money out from your from your pocket and again if you know what you're doing you could also claim some of your refurbishment cost as well you can set that against the property and again it makes that it makes those things be depreciated over time and then obviously you got that benefit as well the third massive benefit in investing in properties basically you, you could use equity to borrow cheap suppose you bought a property um, let's say you bought the property five years ago and you bought that property say let's say you bought it for about hundred thousand pounds and five years from now that property now worth about hundred and fifty thousand pounds or so and and your loan on that property may be seventy five thousand because you bought it hundred thousand so within that property now you've got seventy five percent equity if you was interest only and again if you were paying that mortgage down it even gets better because that equity goes up significantly so what you could do then you've got option you could either remortgage pull that equity out alternatively you can get a further advance right or you can use that same property as a collateral to buy another property i'll give you an example um, I bought a property in, in, in Port Talbot when I started my property investment journey. I bought it out, outright. I didn't have any mortgage in it. Um, uh, what I did basically, I used that property as a collateral to be able to buy two or three properties. So again, that is the benefit you can get if you have equity in a property. It doesn't have to be 100% equity, but as long as you have equity in that property, you may be able to borrow cheap or get a further advance or remortgage that property pull that investment out to go and buy yourself a lot more rental properties. The fourth benefit of investing in properties is you get capital appreciation. I've just talked about this. In, in the UK, average yearly property increase by 7.5%. So again, if you bought a property um, last year for 100,000, that property is likely to, to worth about 107,500. Again, that's the average um, uh, um, increase. And again, you people who know property would know that that's just an average. Some areas are getting 10%, some areas are getting 11%, some areas are getting 30%, depending where, where you are. But in the worst case scenario, in average, your property goes up by 7.5%. And again, the loan from the, the benefit from that in another way, because it's not just the property, right? The overall value of the property go, goes up, right? Number four benefit is capital appreciation. Um, uh, property prices goes up by 7.5% um, in a yearly basis. So basically, if you've got a property now, 
he bought it now in about a year or two would have gone by for seven seven point five percent in two years would have gone by nearly 15 percent so again you also get that benefit not just the benefit on that property if you're already taking a loan suppose the loan was seventy five thousand pounds you're still going to pay that seventy five thousand not just that that value of the seventy five thousand has gone has gone down and the property price um, would have gone up so basically it has been a win-win resolution for you basic this is how you can take advantage 25% plus potential return on your investment right suppose you bought a property right and you held that property now right and looking at capital appreciation looking at the tax benefit cash equity etc etc roughly your return on investment would have been 25% plus right if you add up that one to four here is how you take benefit out of it here's one of the main benefit basically if you if, if you look at the, the the cash flow benefit tax benefit equity benefit and obviously you've got the capital appreciation you're likely to be earning about 25 percent plus potential return on your investment let me now tell you if you were to invest twenty five thousand pounds at 25 percent re return on your investment in 25 years from now that same property that one property would have worth 6.6 .6 million pounds that is the that is you getting a return on investment 25 percent every year that would accumulate about 6.6 .6 a million property investment portfolio this then goes without saying that if you invest in properties it's not a get rich quick scheme but it eventually gets you a massive return on investment not just gets a massive return on investment it also puts you in a better position and likely to make you a millionaire before you um, retire so again these are the benefits you get for not saving okay these are the benefits you get for investing in real estate or in a life insurance if you ever been contemplating um, taking a life insurance and again you need to know what sort of right, right life insurance you you need to take get a correct uh, financial advisor to actually advise you on what sort of insurances you need to take and then obviously if you want to take that make sure you get the best advice and make sure you know what you're doing I'm only sharing what what my personal ex experiences are so that you can kind of be inspired or can take action to do um, similar thing I've done and then obviously properties properties one of the things I've been banging on all the time so again if you invest in properties you get massive return on investment and obviously you the adding value and most importantly you're providing someone a home so my advice for you today don't save store the money for a few months or a couple of years don't save it because you want to get interest save it because you've got an opportunity to invest elsewhere get that money invest in properties you can start with rent to rent rent to service accommodation or purchase lease option deal sourcing save that money start start doing things like that and again obviously eventually it would help you invest and become financially free if you like this episode or any of my episodes, don't forget to hit the follow button so future episodes are downloaded di directly into your device. I look forward to sharing the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to all our listeners. I will leave you with this. Take some form of action today. Take one tiny step to move you to the next level. The life of financial freedom. To live life by design, not by default. Again, thanks for listening to Property Investment Blueprint Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and like this episode so future episodes are downloaded directly to your device. I would appreciate if you would leave an honest rating and review. Not only I read every single one, but it's also helped me understand what content matters most to our audience. I shall see you next time.